This episode of My Bloody Judy is sponsored by HorrorPress.com. Howdy, howdy, and welcome to My Bloody Judy with your final forgets, myself, Zachary Patton Garcia. And Ian Carlos Crawford. Are we scared? Uh, Are you a little spooked? Um, No, I probably will be later on when I'm high and going to bed. Um, oh, it's always when you're high, right? Yeah. We just got done watching The Conjuring, so that's which, fun. I like, which, I do, which, yes, yes, absolutely. I do think it, like, still really holds up. Oh, absolutely. On, like, multiple it's a modern movies. classic. It really, like, ushered in modern horror movies as, as we know them today. Like, The Conjuring is, there's, there's always, you always have the one movie that kind of sets the trend for the next however many years. You know, we've had, we had Halloween do that. We had Scream. Um, and this did that for the modern horror yeah. movie that we have today. Um, and so this is, we just got done watching it. We actually recorded this like two years ago. 2021. We were, to, we were trying to bank episodes. Um, and we, we recorded this, but we were still down. I believe we were still down in the basement. So you were real scared down there when I, I remember I had to say on the I, phone with you. I've told you though, like the dark is what scares me the most. Yeah. And well, there's a lot of basement in this one. Yeah. There's a lot of fucking basement in this. Like as a kid, the, so our basement's like finished, but like still looks like a basement. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and as a kid, that's where I would play with like my toys because my room isn't that big. So I'd like play with my toys in the basement. And <laughs> that's fucking scary. And that's creepy. Well, that was, that's creepy. That's where like, that's where, like, my, we had, like, a, my brother, like, we had, like, a small TV, and my brother had his, like, Nintendo on it, um, and it was kind of, like, finished, like, there was a carpet, but. <laughs> oh, there's a carpet, it's okay, but it's I creepy, was, there was a carpet. <laughs> when, like, the air conditioner would go on or whatever, it would always make a loud noise, Yeah. and I would, I would stop playing and leave, like, anytime that, like, one of the things went on and made a noise, that's when I would be done playing, because I would get scared. Mm. So yeah, we I picked The Conjuring today because I was trying to think of like a movie that's like fun for us that I knew we would both like and that like yeah. So that's why I picked this. I was gonna pick It or The Faculty, mm -hmm. but in my brain it is so long. But It is only like fifteen minutes longer this, than this. this the second one's pretty long too, though, right? It might be because of that because to me they Maybe, kind of yeah. mesh into one movie. Um, I See, I hate the second seen, one. I have not seen either of them since I saw them in the theater. Honestly. And I don't dislike them. I like both of them, but you know, I don't like the second one. Uh, it's because I don't think like it. Ian doesn't like gay people. There's it's, gay people in it. It's not. It's just not that scary. I don't know. It's I feel fun. like the first one is like really scary, and then the second one is like eh, there's moments of like, eh, but it's too long. I've never found a clown scary though. So like, I don't even think the first one's scary. But this, like, I'm I'm scared of some ghosts. I'm scared of a paranormal. I'm scared of like my closet's open right now. Um, anytime it gets real windy, I don't know what it. it it is if somebody can explain this to me but when it gets real windy outside we have like this like attic but it's one of those attic doors but not one that you pull like stairs down it's just like you push it over and you have to figure out how to get up in there um and that little we have like, one piece that's of plywood like goes flying up and so it's like all tilted and like out of out of shape right now because i guess it's been real windy here lately so i'm scared of that my bathroom door is open i'm a little spooked about that um and i'm scared of like i'm scared of the hands coming up and going like, so it's funny in this house, there's like a small attic above the garage and then like the big attic, like yeah. outside my door. And it's one of those where it's just like the, the thing yeah. and you have to bring your own ladder or whatever to get up. Those are like, those still scare me. Like yeah. I have, that's where we keep like luggage and I get like scared to get a suitcase down. Cause it's like fucking pitch black. And like that every horror scary. movie, someone yeah. dies in an attic. Well, <laughs> and because there's all of these stories of people like, breaking into your house and going and living up there and while you're asleep coming downstairs and like grabbing food and like crackers and shit and going back <laughs> i've seen a lot of those so <laughs> if it's a ghosty i don't know i don't know which one's worse but yeah so while watching this movie we had a lot of uh zach was ready to kill me because i get like a lot of the haunted house shit mixed up of like oh older gosh. movies i don't even know which ones you were mixing up poltergeist <laughs> amity of horror all of them i was like well, my friends, my parents were friends with this couple that lived in Tom's River. That well, I didn't say Tom's River, but that's what helped you me said, figure yeah, it out. You said my friends were, uh, my parents were friends with some, the couple who lived in the Poltergeist. I was house. like, they lived right by like, the Poltergeist house. Oh, like in California. Then I was like, wait, is it this house? 
And Zach was just like, what the fuck are you talking about? I had no idea. I truly had no idea what you were talking about. I Googled Tom's River, because Tom's River is a town in Jersey. Tom's River um, horror movie house. And it was the Amityville Horror House. Grandpa's just struggling a little bit, okay? Grandpa is like forgetting, a little forgetful sometimes. (laughs) Um, Especially when we watch the the, the talkies, you know? (laughs) Just just un poquito. Um, Did you see this one in the theater when it first came out? Yeah, I probably saw it in. I very much might have seen it in one of the theaters that we saw Stream Seven in or Stream Ooh, Six. Some bed bugs. Bed bugs. I probably went to the Regal Square, Union Square one because that was my that was like my theater I would go to. I went and saw this one with my brother. I think we were just. Um, I don't even remember when. I think I had already been in college, and so I think I was home visiting and. Me and my brother were just at the mall and like had walked past the theater and saw that that one was playing and it was like in five minutes. Yeah. And we just went and saw it. Um, I don't, and and it was fucking terrifying. Like this one really like sat with me for a long time and it felt like something I hadn't seen in a really long time, you know? And it felt like, I feel like up till then horror movies were really, um, like on a steep decline. Yeah. And And we were getting a lot. Because we, well, and we had also just come out of all of the, like, the remake craze and the reimaginings and, you know, um, all of those. And so this was like, it really revitalized shit. Like, James Wan did a phenomenal job with it. And um, I remember my audience was going bananas over it. And, you know, if you know me, you know, I love an audience reaction, right? And so um, the scene where she is playing hide and clap with her daughter and the hands come out of the wardrobe, the audience was like going apeshit over that. I, the, like, I, I just remember that I was, I was about to say, I think I walked home from this, but no, that Sinister, I had to walk home in the dark, like 10 blocks. Sinister was scary too. Sinister was real scary. And Sinister was one that I, I fell asleep watching the first time because I was watching it with a boyfriend and we were on the couch watching it and I fell asleep and I would just, it was just so loud at certain points that it would wake oh. me up. And so Sounds it like, terrible. And it like <laughs> stuck with me and I couldn't, and then I had to go and watch it again because I wanted to rewatch it because I really liked it. And, um, and you, you are talking about Sinister, right? Ethan Hawke. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> okay, let's, I, let's be clear here. I thought about that because of the attic, <laughs> since we were talking about my attic. Yeah. Um, because that one was real scary too, though. I think I, re- I feel like I reference this all the time, but in Grady Hendrix's uh, Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires, the scene that scares me the most is when the yeah. vampire's on the roof and she can hear him walking. Oh, no, 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 no. It's when she's in the attic. That, so that for me is like, or maybe the most tense for me, but I so, know which part you're talking about. Yeah, like that, th- I do think that scene is tense, but like the scariest for me is like she can hear something it's like something where when something's where it shouldn't be and it's yes. sinister, he hears someone walking in the attic mm-hmm. and that like, for me, even though I know there's a lot like more terrible scenes, that scene is the scariest for me in that movie. Cause like, you don't see it. You just hear it. Um, and that was when I lived in Astoria and I remember the theater was like 10 blocks away. So you, there wasn't a train or anything. You just walk. And I just remember being so scared because I saw it with a friend who didn't live, like mm-hmm. live the other way. And I walk home by myself in the pitch black and like, at like 1 a.m. and I was just like, <gasps> well, Sinister has the same thing that this one does, and in, in in that it has um, characters doing things that they shouldn't be just because of like, especially yeah. like during sleep, like the the scene of the little boy like coming out of the box because he was you know sleepwalking, like they're sleepwalking in this too, and or you know the little girl when she wakes up, Joey King's in this, Joey King when she wakes up and uh, is is like pointing at the door in, in the shadow and she's sharing the room with her sister and her sister's like all freaked out. Like, that scene stuff like that is so scary to me. Yes. That scene like still fucking works. I mean, I always like the, it's like combining both things that I like, right? The dark yeah. and then not, you're not actually seeing the thing, but she is. Um, I don't know. I think that's like really, well, I think that's really scary about ghosts too. And I, that's something that this sort of universe toys with sometimes is that a ghost can show you just because somebody else isn't seeing what you're seeing. A ghost can show you what they want to show you. Right. And that doesn't right. necessarily mean they're going to show it to the person right next to you. Um, and I do like that this universe kind of toys with that. Yeah, I so I also want to point out that I think the credits, the title credits are really good in this. Oh, in the opening? Like, or I, the, do you mean like right yeah. after the, the the Annabelle opening or? Mm. The like scroll, yeah. Even like the scroll. complete like beginning, right? We like immediately hit this movie with the like loudest strings that they can do. And they did that with Sinister also, or not Sinister, with them. Uh, Barbarian. And, and, oh, and Barbarian, and Barbarian. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that, like, jarring music like that always really 
yes. unsettles me. And then it goes into the Annabelle opening. And the Annabelle opening is such, it, again, it's so classic. And we kind of like think of Annabelle now and how many sequels there's been and like how Annabelle right, is yeah. kind of like a cultural like horror icon now. But like this beginning for Annabelle and like our introduction to Annabelle in sort of this horror landscape is kind of iconic, right? Like it's, and it was something that they couldn't have predicted because that's such a short part of the movie, right? It's and so it weird. Just, yeah. yeah. Like I, I think about how weird, cause I feel like in theory, if you had told me, Oh, this horror movie starts with like the short that doesn't really like, I'd be like, why, why bother? But they work, right? They yeah. like, they do. Um, and it's like its own like short little horror film. Yeah. Well, they accident and they accidentally stumbled on like this really great horror moment. And after this, every other movie, it feels like they're introducing little baddies yeah, yeah. that they're can they can maybe you know create a franchise out of like that they did the nun i know in the second one the crooked man was supposed to be uh, a, a spinoff that never materialized and i think yeah. it's like dead in the water now um the nun 2's coming out is it this year i think i feel like it's this year that the nun 2's coming out you haven't, you haven't even seen the first one we'll have to watch that one yeah um but you don't third, like that one right no and the third one the nun just felt like like a haunted house ride, and it just like I don't want a movie to feel like a haunted house ride. You know, I want it to feel like a story. Um, Listen, for Zach to vocally say he doesn't like a horror movie, I know yeah, that I won't like it. <laughs> I also fell asleep in the nun when I was watching it the first time. Just terrible. I okay, hate, but I also you movie. fall asleep yeah. a lot in movies. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you do. No, I do. You've told I me do, that. I, I do not do that. Mm. <laughs> um, we we all dozed off a few times in Skinnamarink. <laughs> Just kept waking up and it's still going. Wait, when we were watching, I took a picture of what my screen looks like. So it looked like the person I was on Zoom with was Skinnamarink because it was just like your ceiling with the fucking uh, hey, fire alarm. That's the exact and, like, kind of shot. I'm glad you took a picture of it because you can tweet that and just say Skinnamarink 2023 <laughs> yeah. or whatever and they'll believe it. Um, yeah, this one. So like Annabelle is super iconic and then we go into um the warrens and just as a concept so i think like what the studio bought the warrens and all of their stories so that they can make a oh, franchise they buy, like, out of their of stories yeah i think the intention was to like um to go further with all of their stories and i think they even got the warrens got into like some like a legal battle along with the studio because they, I, th I think they sold their story a long time ago to some other people to do the same thing. And <laughs> I guess that's just what they were doing. It's just selling their story. Um, but I love them in that. I I love the idea of this, this uh, husband-wife duo and all of the ghost hunting paranormal stories that they can go with throughout this franchise. I know there's a lot of talk right now about The Conjuring 4 being like the last one for a while and like they have been cl very clearly aging these characters up, yes. which really annoys me because there's just a wealth of stories in here and these actors are going to grow and age and they could just do stories and, you know, every however many years until they decide to stop, you know? Yeah, yeah, like we they're normal human beings they're gonna mm. age so just like all right keep them the same age they actually are yeah because okay. then they give them a little bit of gray in the last one well an ed is like they're very much turning ed into old man ed now patrick wilson is like with the cane and it's just it's like give us sexy patrick wilson for a good while all right like five sequels right and then go away for like 10 years you know and come <laughs> back but it's um i like I, I just think they're so cool and and um there is they have this this room full of artifacts that they've collected because after they which is something I do think it's cool. Well, and that's all your stories right there. You know, there's plenty to do there. And um, in the in, oh goodness, in one of the Annabelle movies, third one, fourth one, whatever, Annabelle comes home. Annabelle is home now. Um, and they have like a bunch of those stories come to life within this house. So you've seen that one, right? And oh it's no, got I, the, it's I, got the bride. And it's got the people with the coins on their eyes. Shit, no, I've only oh, seen it's wild. Yeah. The, like origin one but that isn't a really origin because she's already she already exists it's not the best movie but it has like again it has all of these warren stories that i just that like, is cool. they have a wolf that manifests out of like uh, mist and i'm like just make these movies like flesh these out because the third conjuring movie is just what they go back to like a witch storyline right and they kind of combine it with like the devil made me do it and yes 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 and i feel like they have so many cases that they could do really cool shit with and it feels like they're trying to shove so many cases into like each movie now right like we can like flesh like them trying out trying to yeah. copy the formula for this one um but this one I, truly did it like the best yeah because like 
I don't hate the other ones. I just don't like them as much. Yeah. And I, I like, while I'm saying how much the Annabelle works in this one, it doesn't, I don't think it as much works in the other ones when they try to do it. Well, yeah. And, and the second one truly is my favorite. Like, I love the second one. I love the story of the second one. I love how long it is. I, I think the Warrens as, as a husband and wife do are so fleshed out in the second one and you really feel the love between them. Um, but this one really like nailed the formula, you know, and I just wish they would kind of go outside of the formula and try new things because they have this wealth of, of, of storytelling that they could go into. Um, in real life, the Warrens were not that great of people. Did you, what did you ask? You said, uh, do I, so you asked me if I thought they were like the real deal or not. Yeah. What do you, about you, do you think they're the real, the real deal? So like. I just had this rant on our yellow jack yellow jackets recording. Like anytime someone's like in a spirituality or whatever, for me that goes in the like I hate it, it's religion like yeah. basket. But but <laughs> my stupid fucking brain and I it's probably all the Hispanic women in my family very much are like, yes, ghosts are real, yes, this is real. Like you know, my mom's like big dream is to like have a medium come to the house. Like that's all my mom. <laughs> <would do. laughs> and like, you know, I just, I don't know. Are the Hispanics like that in your family? Cause like oh, literally absolutely. every, yeah. yeah. You just like don't, there's certain things you don't mess with. You don't sleep on your back cause demons get in. You don't like, there's a bunch of things you have a list, you know, laundry and like list. the superstition stuff didn't work with like that never landed with me, but like the, like maybe like I get very, maybe like, mm. I don't know. I just don't think. And this is completely not based on anything but like what I feel. I feel like at the very least, the Warrens, even if they were scamming, I feel like they believed that there were like, I feel like yeah. they believed it. Um, because like I and I said this to Zach while we recorded, like I read a piece with like an interview with the the adults who were the children mm -hmm. from this house, like from the actual story, and they very much are like, yes. Like, there were ghosts. But that can be true, and the Wardens can also be crocs of shit, right? And I'm not saying either way whether they are or not, but, like, they, 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 this family contacted the Wardens and had the Wardens come, right? It's not like the Wardens came and told this family that their house was haunted. The family already knew that their house was haunted. They were looking for help, right? So it pre-existed the Wardens, um, and the true. Wardens could have very well just come in and taken advantage of this family, and because the family also said, like, it didn't stop, you know? Like, it didn't it didn't. The Wardens stop. actually did didn't help any of these yeah. movies that like because didn't in the devil well, made me in the do third it. one yeah and the devil made me do it um those people said that the warrens actually made it worse you yeah. know like that it didn't help anything it, it just made it worse like i think that is the beginning scene actually of the third movie is that the warrens come in do this big exorcism thing and and really and cure it for for right. now you know do right. a curing for now um and and in reality they said like yeah the warrens came in like they didn't do anything you know it's like i think they even like so this might be not factual, but I feel like in my memory, they sued the the Warrens or like took some litigation out against them or something like that. Yeah, you're doing the research. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the, the Warrens are questionable. You know, I think that uh, there are definitely people who have certain sensitivity. I think we all have a certain sensitivity to um, something a little bit uh outside of our own reality. It's something, you know, whether it be paranormal or whatever. And I think some people are more sensitive than, than others, which is why they're able to connect easier and have more experiences and all of that. Um, you, you are correct. Me? They did sue the Warrens. Yeah. See? Um, <laughs> and so if the Warrens were the real deal, I think it's just a case of, you know, Lorraine Warren being more sensitive to all of this stuff. Because let me tell you, I used to be obsessed with the Amityville horror. Um, and the Warrens were, they had like, their names were heavily attached to that case, even though they really didn't have a huge chunk of involvement in it. They just like um, went there, right? They went there after like, again, the story was already out in the papers and stuff like that. Like they were already, you know, it was, the story was already being put out there. Um, and the Warrens came with a bunch of like TV reporters and stuff for a night of like a seance. And that's where they took all the pictures and the little boys, like that picture of the little boy in the hallway. Um, but uh, I was obsessed with the Warrens after that because, like, they would always interview the Warrens for, like, DVD special features, like, especially the one with Ryan Reynolds, the remake. Um, oh, really? I remember listening to, like, Lorraine Warren talking about it and being like, that's as close as hell to as I ever want to get or something like that. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, she's so spooky, you know? <laughs> but they're not in the movie, right? There's There isn't. No, 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 no. They're not in the movie. They do in The Conjuring 2. They open. 
the movie with Amityville Horror, but it's like a brief little like An- An- Annabelle thing. So that's again like they should have done like a full Amityville movie right. with the Wardens, and I think it would have been phenomenal because that opening is so good. But um, their credibility's been like questioned quite a bit, and it's just to be expected because they had they had a lot of cases under their belt. So like. This is this is another reason why I go back and like I've told I've and I'm positive I've told it on the podcast a story about yeah. my nephew right mm-hmm. the with your grandma yeah so like the other like you might have told it I, you told it during this recording actually so I don't believe people have heard it <laughs> God, should I tell it you should let's go into it so like and this is like I I'm just saying what happened I I can't say anything other than like. It was Thanksgiving, I think, and already starts sounds sounds like a lie. Lie. Uh, we're we're here, and like I'm more of a helicopter parent than anyone else in my family than my nephew's actual parents. So I'm always like, where is he? I just like always am like, I worry he could fall down the steps or like you know fall and hurt himself, and we wouldn't notice. Um, so I'm always the one that's like looking around. I didn't see him, and he he loves playing on. Or when he was younger, he loved playing near the steps because he could throw his toys mm. off, which I did too as a it just kid. Just makes me think of the little kid in Halloween ends. Keep him away from the steps. But so I didn't see him and I didn't hear him. So I just left the table to go look for him. Um, and I figured he was upstairs because also a little bit like he loves touching my shit because like I am an adult with a lot of toys. So he'll love like he loves coming in here just looking. Um, and I noticed that the door to my grandma's old bedroom, which is next to mine um was open and it was still dark the lights weren't on or anything and so i was like william and i was at the top of the steps and i couldn't see him but i like got spooked just because like that door was open and the lights were off and i knew the door wasn't open before because i'm very weird about always shutting that door yeah um and i would like called his name and i he didn't answer me and i like crept up to the door at the threshold and saw my nephew so the bed's like against the wall, but in the middle. Mm-hmm. So there's like room on each side and there's windows above the bed and a wall. And my nephew is standing facing the wall in the pitch black. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. why is a child doing throw, that? Right? Throw the whole nephew out. Yeah. Like, and so immediately I was super fucking scared and the room was really cold, which like it could just have been a cold room, right? Like that's not crazy, but like adding to all, all of those together. You sound like that character in a horror movie. You'd realize that, right? <laughs> well, no, because I, I don't want anyone to think I'm like, it was definitely this because I'm, I, I don't have an explanation. No, it like, was definitely I, this. Um, but like it was cold and he was just staring at the wall and wasn't responding either. Like I was like ready to cry. I was so scared. And I was just like, hey, can you come here? Hey, I need you to come here. Hey, like, sweetheart, William, I need you to come to me. And I'm so scared because I'm standing at the threshold of the doorway, just seeing him look at the wall. And I'm like, fuck, I need to go in the room. And I was so scared, but I ran in and I grabbed him and he was burning hot. And he like went like this and like Mm -hmm. jumped and then looked at me and then just like frowned and started sobbing. And I picked him up and ran downstairs because I was terrified too. And like, again, Hispanics are so weird. My mom was like, oh, he saw mommy. And I was like, you're being too casual about this. Way too this. casual about this, yeah. And she was like, well, that's what happened. And no, I was no, like, no, no, mommy needs to be on another plane by now, okay? <laughs> right. It's time to go. <laughs> and then my dad, who's like, uh, even though my dad's the more conservative one, he's very atheist, grumpy atheist. And he was mm. like, he went in there and remembered his great grandma used to be in that room. And that's why he got upset. And I was like, why was he burning hot? Why was he staring at the wall, not responding? Like, why did he look scared when I grabbed him? And my dad was like, oh, because he was remembering her. So he was sad. So both my parents are on like complete opposite ends of what absolutely happened. And like, I'm somewhere in the middle. Well, I guess that's a memory you need to get out of your mind. Okay. Cause you're in the room right next to it. You're going to hear something. You're going to hear pain. When I am home alone, those doors, if the, I can never decide if all the doors need to be shut or all the doors need to be open, but every single light needs to be on Mm -hmm. because like, I still like, I have to walk by that room to get to my room. And I think about that fucking all the time, Zach. Um, And like later that night after everyone went home, my mom was like, okay, we're going to talk to mommy. Come with me. And my dad rolled his eyes and I was like, mom, this is not a normal thing. Yeah, no, Like people do. Because that's also like demons trick. And so it could very well not be mommy, and it could right. be whoever else, as like Annabelle saying, please help me. 
You well, like, I, like I could cry telling the story because I just get so scared because I don't have a good explanation. Yeah. But like, she made me sit on the bed with her. She was like, "Okay, hold my hand. We got to talk to her." And my mom was just like, "Hey, mommy, you like really scared us today." Like, mm -hmm. and like said some things in Spanish and was like, "I think that's don't good, do though. that again." I think that's good. I think that's good. And you haven't had any like craziness yeah, after that, so it probably was that. Honestly, um, we oh, goodness, I've had like. I've had a, it's always, you always sound like the, like stupid attention. Right. For yeah. You, you just sound you crazy. Experiences, yeah. But I, I have tons of experiences at our last house. I am so certain that the last house that we lived in was haunted. Um, we, me and my sister, and I got it on video, man. We, me and my sister heard a baby crying and banging on the door of the guest room one time. Um, we, no baby in my house. Um, they, we did a Halloween special one time. And so we had like gags set up everywhere and we were filming our gags. And in the corners of certain places while we're doing our gags are other things happening, like doors, like slightly opening or chandelier kind of moving, you know, like things that we had not set up. Um, and so those were creepy. Um, when I was a teenager one time, I remember sitting and I was like smoking on my roof or something like that. And I heard a... A, like real sharp hiss in my ears say like like i don't know something with an s because it was like we're like stop it or something like that something like real sharp in my ear and it scared me so bad that now anytime i lay down and i close my eyes if i think something's in front of my face i can like visualize it and i have to open my eyes and it'll keep me up because i can't just like go to sleep i will get that where like once i'm picturing a scary thing then i like I have yeah. to turn my lights on, have to turn the TV on because I can't stop thinking of the scary thing. I have to be honest, your door with all of them things hanging there looks like tons of figures sometimes, and I would have to take it all down. <laughs> it's funny because you have said that before, and like that doesn't bother me. Just because like Ghostface is like, I don't know, Ghostface doesn't. It's I'm not like, talking about Ghostface, it's your hoodies and jackets, and all of that looks like it's like a figure. <laughs> and you're the cowboy hat. <laughs> and just you have tons of faces just staring at you, right? <laughs> well, and like. I think I've said this before. The apartment, the apartment I lived in Astoria with Kevin, and like this is something where I absolutely can buy that it was us just seeing things. Yeah. But so I lived there with Jason. Jason moved out um, with his now wife, and then Kevin moved into Jason's room. Both of them said anytime I wasn't like when I would come home to visit my parents that they would, it sounded like there was someone in my room. Like it always sounded like there was someone in my room. Mm. Um, and so like our apartment was long. It was like yeah. pretty long and it was like a little hallway to get to the bedrooms, but you had to go around the refrigerator to get to that little hallway. I would, so many times I thought I saw someone standing like right next to the refrigerator by that And hallway. you probably did. And like, but I, it was so easy to be like, oh, I thought I saw someone there. But then Kevin and Jason both will tell you, oh, no, it was haunted because we saw like, yeah, like years later, I mentioned it. And Kevin was like, oh, yeah, that was a ghost. I saw that all the time. And I was like, and, it, and these things aren't always malevolent, right? Like, I believe that places hold energy. And I think somewhere like especially like New York, where so many people have been in and out of those places. There's tons of people who probably died in that apartment. The last um, tenant before us died. There in it, you go. So. <laughs> and, and energy. I do think places hold energy and it's not always negative energy. Sometimes it's just in, like stagnant energy that just kind of is there. You know, I, I do definitely believe that um, this like again, like so this was based on the Warrens. And so this was based on a true story of the Perrin family who moved into a house and it was haunted and stuff like that this movie like doesn't really go into all of that shit because there's a lot crazier than this movie like even painted it. i think this like the real house was like a had a bunch of portals to different worlds and it was like it got a little sci-fi honestly like a little fantasy sci-fi it, it's funny because looking this up so many of the headlines said exactly what you like the real story is even like scarier even crazy i don't know about scarier but it's just like a little bit more like wild like and, and it's weird that or i guess this, it's already like a two-hour movie ride so it's it's i guess you can't fit all of these things they have a there, lot but there's a lot in it there's a lot in there um i want you to know i'm sweating because i'm getting spooked <laughs> <laughs> no it's uh but i think this movie did it really well and i i think all of the characters work really well. So the Warrens are great. Patrick Wilson, I will never say her last name. Vera is great. Farmiga. Farmiga. <laughs> I used Farmajaro. to always say. I, used, I, I don't always know. said Farmajaro. I always said Farmiglia because I thought Farm that's what it was. <laughs> Whatever. I've already forgotten it. It's Vera. Um, but also the the all the other characters, the Perrin family. Um, I am obsessed. I've been obsessed with Lily Taylor ever since I was a little kid. I first saw her in she was in like a two part um, adaptation of Anne Frank the Whole Story. 
uh, uh, like a book. Does she play Anne Frank? No, she's old. She, she's too old to play Anne Frank. No, this was in like you said the nineties. You you I was a little child. Yes, <laughs> Lily Taylor is older. Ian, <laughs> how much is my age? Lily Taylor is uh, fifty-six. All right. Yeah, I so the, like she was she played 45. she played Mip Geese, um, and so I was like obsessed with the story of Anne Frank, and so I loved Lily Taylor, and I always pictured Mip Geese looking like Lily Taylor, and then Lily Taylor was also in one of my favorite horror movies as a kid, The Haunting, with Catherine Zeta Jones, um, and that movie I thought was so fun. I used to act it out, and you know, with all my toys, and um, build, I used to play like, that with my toys. <laughs> yeah, and I used to like build like big like mansion like ballrooms with my cardboard boxes and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> and so I love Lily Taylor, love her being. Here we have uh, a bunch of these kids are now out and working. Like they all are child stars who grew up. Like Joey King is really big. I had to list like every Joey King movie for you, even though I knew that you knew who she was. Like I knew it, and I just had okay. to list one. I just had to land on one that you were like, yes. But I haven't literally. I haven't seen Kissing Booth. I just know what it is. Yeah. But also, with your accent, sometimes I hear like I didn't. I don't hear the G. Oh, you son of a bitch! No, kissing, I, I don't, kissing, I, kissing, kissing. Kissing no, booth. what's her name? Joey King. See, it sounds like you're saying Joey King to me. Joey King. That like that's some bullshit. <laughs> no, that's some bullshit. That sounds like some bullshit. New Jersey, uh, uh, whatever. <laughs> gonna make me angry. I'm about to quit. <laughs> Suddenly, Zach's like, I don't have an accent. What are you talking about? I've um, never had an accent. Who's the guy that plays the husband? I forgot what his name is, but he was Burger. I know him as Burger in Sex in the City. He wrote, he broke up with Carrie on a post-it note, and then she went out and got high and got arrested. Um, What's the French dude's name? I think I was thinking the French dude was named Burger. Is there, isn't there a French? Dude oh no, he, uh, um, he's he his name is he's not French. He's Russian. Russian, um, right, right, right. Yes. Ron Livingston is that guy's name. Ron Livingston. Would have never. I'm not going to say nothing bad about him, but he's burger in my mind, and I don't have a high opinion of him. He looks like the other guy, that's like a kind of handsome dad from Friday Night Lights. This. No. Pushing. No. I get that. I get like mix them up. Oh sometimes. my gosh, Ian. Oh my god. Give me a nosebleed. Um, <laughs> Ron Livingston is just one of those people. Like I'm, I'm fairly good at like separating actor from character. I cannot do that with Ron Livingston. I always think of him as Burger, and it makes me hate him with a passion. So, Ron Livingston, I see you in public. You might need a, a protective order. Or order of protection. Bring <laughs> <laughs> a post-it note. Um, and then we have who's this guy's name? John Brotherton was in Fuller House. I'm in love with John Brotherton. I think he is so handsome. Um, he's in Fuller House. He's got the mustache. He's the cop with the mustache in this one. Um, and he looks more like, handsome on IMDb than he did in the movie. I'm a sucker for the sideburns and a mustache, though. Mm. Mm. So, but like all the characters are really good, and like yeah. they they all have really good chemistry. Um, the all of uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren like gather this team of of people to help and like capture these ghosts on film and, and all of these things. And they all really work. I wish these people had gone into the other movies. Yeah. I, I, I do think that's like a weird thing they didn't do is like bring anyone else. Cause I yeah. like, but also you and I are very big on like that kind of shit. I feel like other, like not and every it, horror fan needs. Yeah. Like a, well, and like in real life they didn't cast. have, they didn't have that, right. you know, um, and and I think in each movie, the, the point is that they just assemble a paranormal team locally. Um, but I think it would just be cool. I don't know, because there's yeah. a lot of really good characters in this. Um, who is the one guy that I like? Shannon Cook. Shannon Cook. And he was in Degrassi, The Next Generation. I don't remember him in Degrassi, The Next Generation either. Hmm. Grassy's one of those shows that like I casually watched and enjoyed, but like I could not, I don't remember any what cast. Is this is what 2010 cast? to 2011? I don't believe. Oh, the new super one. into Degrassi by that time. Okay, yeah, I wasn't watching that. Mm. I was in love with the gay guy, but I don't even remember what his name. Oh, was. Uh, Marco. Yes, yeah. yes. He was in Awakening. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. The characters are all great. We love them. We love them. Um, little I, Judy. Don't know who plays her, but props to you, girl, because he almost got hit with the chair. And I say this all the time, but I really do think little kids, like, it makes it scarier if it's a kid. Because, like, you know, kids are basically helpless. Like, when she's locked in the room and she's just screaming for her mom. But or, I need a I kid to sell it because I don't like kid actors generally. I think that they're really bad. Um, but I have to say, kid actors, like, these days are pretty yes. intense. Like, yes. we had a period of time where they we went from, like... 
the seventies and eighties were the or the seventies. They weren't so great. The eighties, they were a little bit better. It was like more like Drew Barrymore's, you know, um, parents who wanted their kids in all of these movies to like would whip them before they would go out on set and make them cry, you know? And then we went through a, like a lull where it was just, uh, the kid actors were just awful. They were terrible. But now I feel like the past couple years, they've been real yeah. damn good. And they're all I, like growing up and we're seeing them like in other things and like transition to adult and teenage roles. I really do like, I don't, this wasn't the start of it, but I really do feel like Stranger Things helped bring that boom mm. up because it was like, they were, you know what I mean? They were all really good. I mean, now they're not like kid kids, but like yeah. they were when it started and they were all like a hundred percent even mm-hmm. in that first season. It's not like, oh, uh, there was a learning curve with their acting. Like, I think they were all just good from the start. Well, I think all of these ones are really good. And there's a lot of them. Like, there was yes. potential for it to go wrong, you know. Um, we had little Renesme from the Twilight franchise. She is, she's fine. Um, Joey King really sold it, though. I don't know why people don't like Joey King. I love her. I love her. And she had one of the best, like, spooky moments in the movie, you know. Yes, she did. That Like, that is a moment that I think of a lot, is her pointing to the dark. Mm-hmm. And being like, don't you see it? And then when the sister gets up and she's like freaking out and she's like, it's standing right behind you. It's because you can really scare somebody like that, right? Like if you and I were in a darker room and I was telling you I saw somebody behind you and he was right behind you and he's coming closer. Like, hell, I don't know. It's I I feel it. I could you could convince me. I feel it. I feel it getting closer. You know, (laughs) Um, what are some of the other scares you like then? So like that's the moment that sticks out the most with me, honestly, because like. I don't know. I just, it, it, it does all the things that scare Ian really well. And I think mm-hmm. the kid, like you said, the kids just sell it so well. Um, and they sell all of these, but the, the, we were watching it together. And when the cop is like, he hears someone oh, yeah. say something and he goes, he looks, there's this long scene. And in my head, I was like, when he gets on the porch, something scary is going to happen. Brace yourself, Ian. Nothing happens on the porch. He looks, there's nothing. There's nobody he goes back in. And then he sees a mage ghost like from afar and then walks towards her and she's gone. And I was like, oh, I think I was mistaking this scene for something. And then as soon as he's walking back, she comes out and screams at him. And that like genuinely made me. And it's the scream too, right? Like we have the buildup, but it's also like the really loud noise. And it's not so much like they do the music cue to, to scare you. But it's the loud screaming that really is is front and center and really does scare you this scene reminded me of um because he does tend to reuse bits in his stuff and so this also really reminded me of a moment in insidious 2 um where there's like a woman in white she's like the mother of the woman in black um and and i think she like knocks rose burn out something like that she's like like what you made me do or something like bitch slaps her um there's so, so this moment really reminded me of that. But um, another one, uh, we we already talked about. Well, I guess we didn't really talk about it. But like the moment where um, Lily Taylor is all the rest of the kids are at school and Lily Taylor's playing hide and clap with her her daughter and goes into the room and we just see it like out of focus, you know, come out of the wardrobe and just like that always like, really hits me. That like and I I actually do really like a like. Oh, the corner of like, you could have missed it, like the corner of your eye. And like, it makes sense that she, you know, she's blindfolded. So she's Mm. not like she's even missing it. But like, wait, am I? No, no, no. Yeah. Because then she talks about that one. Yeah. 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 Um, Um, Horror movies, the horror movie tropes like this, like really are annoying. But, but we go with them because they're horror movies, right? Somebody going towards a noise or going towards the danger. And they know that it's a little uneasy, right? But this works and it's so effective because she's playing a game and has this blindfold. And so she's walking towards this danger and getting uncomfortably close to this and has no idea. She's not scared. And then when she realizes her daughter's behind her, right. And she's, terrifying i'd have been out of the house in that moment right and then so then like the other like call back to that when she gets fucking locked in the basement god that scares that that is so scary (laughs) she does she gets her ass knocked out she gets her ass beat throughout this movie she She gets thrown down the stairs she comes back up she's locked in like the little cupboard room and she's like lighting matches i don't know if i would you light a match just to see if anything was coming up towards you or would you just sit in the dark i don't know if i could see it i don't know i don't know i 
I don't know because I my panic brain is so different than like my regular brain. I don't know because right like <laughs> just can't I, do you anything either way. I thought that was the same brain for you. I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> but like I because like right, it's not like you can do anything if you see it. It's not like a person where you can just punch it. It's a fucking ghost. I might be dodging a little bit. You can punch it. Brenda from Scary Movie would have punched it. Okay, <laughs> she's the only character in a horror movie that has decided to fight back against. These, these bitches by just knocking them, you know, rocking their shit. So, like, I don't know. Maybe if I thought it was a person and I was like, okay, we're going to have to fight. Maybe I would do it. But if I was like, this is ghosts, I don't know that I would. Because, right, like, um, like, what about you? I don't know. Yeah. I feel like I just would be too scared to, like, want to see it coming towards me. But then sitting in the dark is just a lot scarier because – I could see if you're sitting in the dark and then you hear the steps coming up towards you coming up the stairs. I think that would be even scarier, but um, the fucking hands coming right next to her and clapping. And that's like I hate terrible. That. And that's like in like happening, happening simultaneously with upstairs. This little girl puts her sister to bed because she's like banging her head against the wardrobe. I say, just let her bang her head against the wardrobe. Just let her do it. Um, but she like puts her sister to bed, goes over and then gets attacked by the damn Bathsheba. You know, I, I, so I think that the thing James Wan does chaos really well too. Cause right. Yeah. It's like, that's a lot of fucking chaos, but it doesn't get lost. Like I think it's yeah. each one of them is scary. Um, but I almost wish something like that. Like, I think that's the best moment of chaos in this yeah. movie. Um, and I almost wish it had been like later. Cause then well, like we do yeah, get chaos later, but that's a scarier. It chaos is chaos. Thing. Cause Burger yeah. comes home at that time too. Yeah. Um, like he comes, cause he was like away for work, driving this big rig and he comes home and it's just, Fucking pandemonium in this house, right? And the like everyone's screaming the in door different... yeah. upstairs. She's getting attacked by Bathsheba, and he's like, "What is going on in this house?" And we were making a joke. It's like he just walked into a house full of hysterical women, right? In the seventies, <laughs> you'd put them away. <laughs> <laughs> That's when they do electroshock therapy. I guess. I guess so, man. Um, but it's it's terrifying. Also, we have to like kind of give honorable mention to this house, being the house from I know you did last summer amazing i love that i love that yeah, it's perfect and i like every time i so i could tell they were really filming in um the downstairs and like if you tell me otherwise i guess a big shock to me but um in the downstairs because i can see like moments where helen was standing and like you know i i like i can picture her there real closely so i think the house is just haunted by helen shivers <laughs> she wants revenge against julie i i and that house works so well, right? Like, yeah. Well, we were talking about this and that how the hell does a house like this exist that has every horror element you could ever want, right? <laughs> like a weird, creepy driveway all the way up that's not even paved, just out of dirt. Um, creepy, like, hanging tree in the back. There is a creepy dock with, like, black lagoon water, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> like not like a beautiful it's like terrible absolutely <laughs> terrible you know um and it exists it's a real house it's just a real location that exists you know people live there yeah god could you imagine living there looking at your backyard and like seeing Bathsheba hanging from the tree <laughs> that's all I'd be able to picture <laughs> I, I would like I would just be always scared I'd, I'd have to hang a, I would ha you know what I would do to, ha to fuck with people I would hang a um a like a like a what are those things called the swings do they have a real name? It's just like a swing, like a board, you know? And it's like a swing. The swing, like right? A, I thought they had like a name. Tree swing. I don't know. I'd hang a tree swing out there because they'd fuck with people and they'd have to do a double take. Isn't there... Does it not have a tree swing on it? No, it doesn't. No. In my head, I'm picturing one, but I don't know. You're picturing Bathsheba. Yeah, that's what I... Poor Bathsheba too, right? This real woman who existed in time and was... Her baby just happened to die and... The whole town ostracized her and called her a witch for it, right? And then, uh, then hundreds of years later, a movie's <laughs> made saying that she stabbed her baby and proclaimed her love to Satan. Never happened. <laughs> also, that's but, your like, legacy, really, Bathsheba? That you do her like that? The, I need to go. Uh, the name Bathsheba just sounds it like sounds a witchy, like, right? Yeah. They just called her Shishi. You know, it was probably she had probably had a cute nickname. It probably wasn't even that bad. No, oh, this is like a biblical name. Yeah. Bathsheba was the wife of Uriah and later of David, according to the Hebrew Bible. Mm. Well, she was also in The Conjuring and killed her baby and proclaimed her love to Satan. Yeah, I'm going to so. do Bathsheba Conjuring to get a better... <laughs>
It's the same <laughs> same same description. <laughs> <laughs> Bathsheba Sherman. Bathsheba Thayer Sherman is the overall secondary antagonist of the Conjuring universe. Serve as wait, she's a secondary. She's like in the other ones. I don't remember her in the other ones. Y'all, says we have watched these recently. I don't know how I'm forgetting any of this stuff. My brain's infecting your brain. <laughs> the real Bathsheba Sherman. Let's see. Okay. Is that all I don't, that's I don't want, I don't want I the full it. like story of the Conjuring. I just want the real Bathsheba. As for the historical records, confirm that a Bathsheba Thayer was born in 1812 and would later marry a farmer named Judson Sherman in Connecticut before birthing a boy named Herbert. Oh, God. And then it's a big picture of her from the movie. Legend, I know, and they even make her look like that in the movie. She looked like <laughs> right. a normal woman. She was a normal woman. <laughs> Just like a lady. <laughs> a little average, you know. Wasn't the cream of the crop. Wasn't pick of the pick of the litter. But, you know, she, she was beautiful. She got married. She had babies. I can't tell if this is telling me the story of... The real Bathsheba who lived next door. Uh, okay, hold on. So I got it. Are there any photographs of Bathsheba Sherman? So there is a photograph here, and there is a lady that's just in the distance, and they're like, oh, that could be Bathsheba. I could pick out a damn photograph and say that lady in the background right there out of focus, that could be Bathsheba. You never know. <laughs> um, okay, the only photograph that has surfaced that could possibly include suspected witch. <laughs> Leave this woman alone! Leave her alone! <laughs> we are the daughters of the witches you couldn't burn. Um... <laughs> Is pictured below. It is a photograph of the Perrin family house, farmhouse circa 1885 when it was oh, then yeah. the Arnold estate. The real Bathsheba who lived uh, next door on Sherman Farm would have been in her early 70s at the time. Um, if not. <laughs> so she's an old lady, too. She's an old lady. And they just. <laughs> uh, if not already did since she passed away in the spring of 1885. Various videos promoting Andrea Perrin's book, House of Darkness, House of Light have featured the vintage farmhouse photo displayed above, zooming in on the woman in the middle uh, when alluding to Bathsheba Sherman. It makes it nearly impossible for anyone to know her true identity. Okay, yeah, so we didn't know shit about her, okay? Oh, so Bathsheba Sherman had been babysitting her neighbor's son when the young boy mysteriously died. Local doctors established that the child's skull had been impaled with a small, albeit fatal, tool. Despite the fact that Sherman was the last to tend to the boy, the case never went to court, and local women were enraged. According to legend, But Bathsheba Sherman's son would never celebrate his first birthday, as his mother stabbed him to death a week after he was born. Her... Oh, like, she, okay. Mm. The way that was written was confusing. It's just a lot of, like, like legend. Her husband called. has been said to have caught her in the act. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he wanted a new, nice, young, pretty wife and just said, my wife's a witch, okay? Didn't they do that? I, I, I seem to remember something called the, the, the Salem Witch Trials, you know? Something <laughs> like that might have happened in history. I saw Goody Bashida Thurman with the devil. <laughs> Goody Bashida Thurman. <laughs> oh, Justice for Bathsheba. Unless she was a real witch and like a Satan worshiper, then like... Good for I, her. That's good I, for her. <laughs> no, 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 no. I believe in Jesus God, okay? I rebuke she, Bathsheba she Sherman. Do her. <laughs> <laughs> Bathsheba Sherman and Annabelle. Um, yeah, I don't know. Good movie. <laughs> Love it. Also, Zach and I are a little delirious because we have just spent, Jesus Christ, five hours together looking at screens. <laughs> yes. I feel like this recording's going fine, though. It's a funny one. We just did a history lesson on Bathory. <laughs> I feel like we're both a little, like, more loopy than That's usual. Um, I'm trying to think what else to talk about this movie. It's just a good movie. Everybody knows this movie. Everybody's seen it, like, time and time again. It just is the modern classic, you know? Um, so, another good scene is when fucking Lorraine falls down the, like... rolled all over myself. <laughs> Got too excited. I'm not even drunk. I only had, like, oh. this much little alcohol lift, and... I didn't even think you had any alcohol. It was from yesterday. It's been sitting there? It didn't taste as fizzy. Um, continue. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, the When she like finds the noose and she goes and then falls. Oh, yeah. Um, I, one, don't fully understand how that works. Like, 
I feel like in movies and shows, they make it seem like houses I just have, like... I love that, though. See, it's a playground. I love when you turn your house into a playground, right? In Black Christmas, the remake, remember? Right. They, yeah. they have, like, but it just does it, and it goes all the way down, you know? But, like, as a kid, I think I thought that's how all walls were in houses, just because, like, every movie, that's how they are. You open a wall, it's just studs, okay? It's just yeah. studs. There's no room for anybody to fit in between. There's, like, maybe this much room. But I guess older houses, right, were maybe, below yeah. like that, you know? But I truly thought, but I guess maybe not, because if you did, like, that was, like, double the size of your house if all of your walls were, like, right, human-sized, yeah. right? That doesn't sound like... But I don't know. Like, I think of the weirdest old house I've ever, like, been in that wasn't, like, ooh, going to, like, an abandoned house. My my dad's parents, my dad, I don't, I forget what, my grandpa was, like, a science engineer or something. Um, they were, like, I, my dad grew up pretty, like, well off. Mm -hmm. His parents were both pretty wealthy. Well, his parents were. My grandma They actually work. owned the house that The Conjuring was filmed at. That's so they lived in, like, my dad was born in Louisiana, then they moved to Alabama, then Iowa, then New Jersey. And the house in New Jersey is this gigantic house that isn't that big when you get in on the inside. Like, mm. it looks kind of small, but the ceilings are high. Um, I would buy that that house, the walls might be that big oh, because yeah. there was like, so the they were the first people to buy it. A man from France blew out the side of the mountain that the house, the house is built into the mountain. Um, and he like blew it up with dynamite to build the house, finished building the house and hung himself in the house. Those are just, and they were the, yeah. Yep. And my grandparents were the first actual people to like live in it. I feel like your family, the bloodlines cursed. I feel like somebody <laughs> put a curse on it. But as a kid, that house scared me so much because we would sleep in like, there was, there was a tiny second floor but it was uh, like, it was kind of a bedroom, but the attics were all little like tiny doors like this big and you pulled mm -hmm. them open and they were like crawl spaces and they were like lining the wall. Um, so it was just a bunch of crawl spaces. And I was always positive that like a monster was gonna come out of them. And then there was a doorway that led into this crazy old spooky mansion looking attic where they just had a bunch of dusty shit. And then across from that was a doorway that me and my cousins discovered we didn't know existed till we like were snooping. And there was this like weirdly perfect looking fifties bedroom. And it's because that's apparently where my dad and his brother used to sleep. Cause it's not, there aren't that mm -hmm. many rooms in the house and it was still done up. Like they were kids and me and my cousins found it. And we thought it was like, it's yeah, like they, haunted I, room. I, they should have acted like it was, they should act like <laughs> they didn't know nothing about it either. They're like, that must well, be Bathheba's room. Then we just had a big pillow fight and we messed up the room. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Well, Ian Carlos Crawford, everybody loves the story. That'll go on your bullet list for uh, your eulogy. <laughs> <laughs> but so like, I, I feel like a house like that, I could see the walls being that big. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, it's, I, I mean, it's, it's just movie stuff. Right. And it makes for a fun playground. And I just love, um, I love shit like this. And, uh, like a big but let us know if you've ever been in a house in that you've seen the walls or that. They are big. absolutely houses that exist. Yes. <laughs> he really wants to know, God. I just he want to really know. wants to know. I want to see some fucking pictures. <laughs> Please knock down your walls and take a picture of the inside of them, okay? Let's do a comparison test, everybody. <laughs> um, I, yeah, yeah, I know yeah. I'm going to be scared later. I can already feel that I'm going to be scared later. Uh, I hope so. I hope so. No, it was... Um, Mm, the whole finale is really good too you know yeah, a lot of things I, take place in this basement and so you get like the one thing that's really good about this movie i think is like um i really like a, a movie that gives you a good idea of the layout and all the space in a a set and like they do that with scream really well at yeah. the beginning with casey becker's house and they do it really well with this and the camera goes through it like 10 times it feels like the camera has gone through this house and so i'm, I'm like i could you know, draw a floor plan of it. Um, yeah, this house, I really do feel like I have, I, I got the layout. Like. And the basement's really good. And we have this badass exorcism scene in the basement. I love a good exorcism scene, but a lot of them have been like exorcist knockoffs, right? Like a lot of people yeah. want to to be the exorcist when they do an exorcism scene, right? But this, um, I mean, I guess this... It's similar, actually. I'm going to take it back. I think this is also trying to be the exorcist a little bit. I don't know, because there's never a... Is there a the face changes. It's like grotesque. It's horrible looking. Um, you look at pictures of people from actual exorcisms, and 
they got like they, punch they have like I mean they have wounds on their face from things they've done to themselves right but it doesn't it's not like Reagan McNeil right it's not Lily Taylor with all of her grotesque makeup looking but um it, this really does work as an exorcism scene right it uh, the lights are flickering um uh everybody's kind of I don't know it just it works really well yeah, and like, again, the chaos, it's like everyone's being thrown around the room. Things are being thrown at them. Ed almost gets a dresser dropped on and yeah. the gun sh goes to shoot him. Like, and uh, it all like works. You have all of these moving pieces and it feels like you have all of these moving pieces for like a good 15, 20 minutes, you know? Yeah. Like where things are just happening. Um, and Lily Taylor just, oh man, I just cannot say enough good things about her so that she yeah. really, really sells it, you know? Um, one thing that just actors in horror movies just don't get the credit on is like having to do these these things where, you know, actors, actors act from experience, right? They know how to hold a cup. So if they have to hold a, a cup that has nothing in it, they have to act like it has some weight, right? Well, this is somebody, this is an experience you probably never had. And she's like really selling it. And, you know, um, she just looks anguished on her face and exhausted. She looks tired. Um, and like this thing is fully taken over her and she's screaming at the top of her lungs. She has this like really like intense wail um and it's just she she does she deserves some sort of award for it i'm gonna look it up but i doubt she got one maybe like a saturn award or that's something what i was like thinking that. right like a little something something yeah yeah i mean they're like you know everyone always brings up tony collette and hereditary because duh she also does but like there are a lot of other roles that are so fucking good and i do think and this i've absolutely said a thousand times when i when we did like my trailer I couldn't scream. I had to have a, there was a scene where I had to scream and I couldn't. I was like, ah, every time I tried to scream, I I'm don't not, know why. I'm I, not really good at screaming either. My voice goes out like real easy when I do yeah. that. Um, the one time I thought I did it really well, my voice cracked and just went out. Yeah. Um. So Kim did all the screaming and like Kim is very good at screaming. She was like, no one look at me. This is going to be loud. I know you're all going to like think it's weird but i'm good at this and she just yeah. sat down and she screamed her lungs out well it, it, she has a really good look in this too right she has like and it's it's a very stripped down look where it's just like a plain yeah. pair of pants a plain sweater but it works so well and her hair just looks messy and she looks just like because i know that they are doing the idea is that um this this bathsheba uh, possesses mothers to kill their children right um but it also really has that real world factor where there have been mothers like high profile mothers who have killed their children i keep you know one that comes to mind is like andrea yates and you usually see them in court and they look pretty haggard and pretty like you know worn down and exhausted and uh, lily taylor just has that look here and I, I have to imagine that they probably took some of that real world inspiration into this as well like um, i said that yeah yeah, and she just she works really well, um, and I think she steals the whole damn scene. Like I know Ed is supposed to have his big moment where he's doing the exorcism, but it's just like a guy reading from book real loud, you know. Um, well, you and I are going to be more focused on the women. It's like the guy's hot. Like, yeah, Vera's really good. You know, they also style her so good. I love her like very seventies outfits. Yes, the blue one is really nice. With like, like a giant the, collar, the signature. Like she looks like she's sitting in a flower. You know, just yeah. Like, <laughs> Um, and then, you know, we save Ed the day with the power of love, you know, Ed has his big, his big moment where he screams, I condemn you back to hell, but it does, he does nothing. Not. It, it does, does nothing. Yeah. Um, Vera puts, uh, Lorraine puts her hand on, on, uh, Lily Taylor's head and she's like, remember your daughter, remember the day at the beach. <laughs> I, I will say I like, I love this movie, so it doesn't bother me, but like, I do fucking hate the power of love. Like. Don't ever. I have tell always me. heard you say you love the power of love. That you love a power of love moment. There, I was sure. Roll it back, somebody, Jared. Roll it back. I know he said it before. No, I. If you might be thinking of, I love when it's like people like come together. But like, I don't love like remember you love someone and that saves the day. No, 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 no. That's dumb. That's stupid. Like because, okay, because the reason it bothers me so much because like what. If the power of love didn't make her stop, like that means she didn't love her daughter. No, like it's like now there's a there's a Bathsheba in me. Like, I can't like, help it, this. It's like oh, someone <laughs> spears me in the chest, and you're like Ian. Remember the power of the love. Power and I'm like, of oh, love. right, take it out. It's the fine. The power I'm good. of love. Like okay. no, I still die. <laughs> 
She's one of my sisters, okay? <laughs> she can't physically control her body, okay? Every time she does a hair flip, it's Bathsheba. We see her, you know? But, like, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, you could say, remember, you love people. Okay, well, I'm still dying, like... It just reminds me of that scene in uh, Scary Movie 3 where she's like, Bless you. You've, you've... With your love, you've lifted the curse and freed us all, freed my soul, or whatever it is. And they're like, really? And she's like, no, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> I didn't exactly remember until you got to that end, and then yeah, I was like, oh, yes, yeah, I do remember. I, I, I'm, I'm totally misquoting it, but that's exactly what this reminds me of. <laughs> I hate the power of love. I love a Lily Taylor, so if she says love, I say love. And then we're okay. I mean, then, then we end good. the movie. We end the movie, and like we all, all are forgiven. I don't know. If my mom was trying to kill me, I'm trying to stab me. I might need a couple weeks before she touches like, me again. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Don't like, hug me right space, away. please. Because <laughs> then at the end, she's like dogpiling with all her daughters. And the whole, I just, I would be the daughter off to the side. Like, like, it's not right now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe later, but. Maybe later, okay. This has been a rough night. I caught dad at the truck stop glory hole and you just tried to kill a couple of us, you know. Uh, I don't know. And that's the conjuring. But um, That's the movie. <laughs> that's the movie. Now I want to watch the other ones, though. We did do the third one. I remember doing I the third one because we came out and we did the third one. But we need to we do put, the second one now. We put it out, right? Yeah. I think we okay. do a live stream. Because oh, I, re- I do remember, like, talking mm-hmm. about that with you. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Cool. <laughs> What's our finisher, okay? What's our big move, our big razzle-dazzle? Show your tits. <laughs> For Bathsheba! <laughs> These are my Bathshebas. <laughs> That sounds like a dog. It sounds like a dog breed. Uh, I'm going to name Brando Bathsheba. <laughs> Um, okay, well, let us know what you guys think of the, the Conjuring. How much do you love it? If you don't, I don't want to fucking hear it. Before we go, I want to tell you a little bit about Horror Press, since we are partnered with them. Uh, tell us a little bit. What do, what do you got? Ian, you write over for Horror Press. What do you got coming out lately? So I freelance for Horror Press. Um, I don't think I have anything coming out this month. Uh, wait, no, I do. I have a, a Buffy piece and a Buffy anniversary piece coming out this month um, that will come out towards the end of the month. And it's on the 25th anniversary of I only I only have eyes for you. Yeah, oh, that's, that's the name of the episode. episode. That's a scary yeah. one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's like they do the ghost. I don't love that episode as much as everyone else does, but I do think they do the like horror ghost stuff. Well, because huh. yeah, that's another like power I think of love so. one. I, well, but I think it's a good power of love one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, like, it works. I recently they rec- recently published my spoilery Scream 6 review and my Ghostface ranking, which, if you disagree with me, tell someone else. <laughs> tell somebody else. I don't give a fuck, right? Tell Horror Press. Email them, okay? Let us know how many emails we're going to get. All right. We will see you guys next time, and have a great uh, rest of your week. Bye.